As I continue now with the third of four sermons in the Psalms, I would remind you that these scriptures are not designed for three-point sermons or even necessarily for lessons to be learned, because Psalms are, of course, songs. They are the worship songs of ancient Israel, songs sung in formal times of worship, perhaps in the temple, or songs sung for special occasions, or sometimes songs written and sung in difficult circumstances. Some psalms are written for the collective worship voice, some for the individual voice, but they are not lessons. They are expressions. But it is nevertheless important to recognize that the psalms also come in various categories. And by that I mean that content-wise there are different kinds of psalms. So there are some that are focused on praise, those that offer expressions of thanksgiving. There are psalms of lament, wisdom psalms, and so forth. Along with the different categories, or shall we say themes, of particular psalms, there are different worship contexts or worship uses, if you will, for different psalms. And Psalm 121, our scripture for this morning, is part of a set of psalms or songs written to be sung on the way up to Jerusalem, or else perhaps even on the way up the steps of the temple in Jerusalem. These are called songs of ascent because they are written to be sung on the way up, ascending something. They are in that sense walking songs or traveling songs or maybe even marching songs. And if you look through this section in the book of Psalms, the Psalms surrounding Psalm 121, you'll see that this section, the Song of Ascents section, starts at Psalm 120 and continues through Psalm 134. And you might also notice that these Songs of Ascent are not all of the same category or even the same style. Some are styled as praise music, some are prayers for the downfall of enemies. Others are simply expressions of faith. Some are songs of waiting. Some are songs of gratitude. Some are requests for mercy. All of that is to say that not all walking music, not all climbing music, ascending music is the same. And not all journeys to the temple are made in the same mode, with the same attitude or with the same set of needs. Sometimes you walk up the steps in a boisterous mood, sometimes with a bit of solemnity. But music, especially rhythmic music, is good for walking. It's good for bringing together feeling and movement and direction. It is good for walking, for rising up, for starting at the bottom and getting to the top. Such music can get us moving It can accompany our movement. It can express the tone and spirit of our movement, our forward progress. This past soccer season with the boys' high school team, a season that just ended Saturday a week ago, included something we haven't had before. A giant Bluetooth speaker hauled onto the bus for every bus ride. 
For every bus ride, the boys hauled the giant speaker onto the bus, and then they played music from one of their phones through the speaker on the way to and on the way back from our away games. And because we had eight or ten of these bus rides to these away games, I think it's fair to say that I heard more rap music in the past two months than I've heard in my entire life prior to this soccer season. Now, two things amazed me about the music and the singing that accompanied it. One was that I was continually amazed at how many of the lyrics to the various songs the boys had memorized. They seemed to know every word to every song. The other thing that amazed me, bus ride after bus ride, is how badly they sang them. It is clearly a soccer team and not a choir. But their enthusiasm was actually quite inspiring, especially on the way back home after a big win. I remember one bus ride in particular coming back from a big win early in the season, one of those games in which we squeaked out a winning goal with only a minute or so left in the game. The rap music was going full volume as the bus hurtled down the highway through the dark. The boys were shaking their fists in rhythm to the music, howling the lyrics, and holding their phones up set in flashlight mode. And then after that had gone on a while, at some point the music shifted from rap music to music that I actually recognized. (laughs) Eye of the Tiger, for example, by the band Survivor, which is a song from 1982 when I was in high school, the same age that those boys are now. It was the theme song to one of the Rocky movies, and I found myself singing along. And then the next song, even more surprisingly, was John Denver's Country Roads. Almost heaven, West Virginia, Blue Ridge Mountains, Shenandoah River. Life is old there, older than the trees, younger than the mountains, growing like a breeze. You want to sing along, don't you? Country roads, take me home to the place I belong. West Virginia, Mountain Mama, take me home, country roads. It's the very first song that I learned to play on the guitar when I was teaching myself to play when I was in high school. And the boys were all singing it at the top of their lungs, Even Caleb Sauter. You've never seen Caleb singing at the top of his lungs, but I have. And I look back, and about halfway back in the bus was the German exchange student. And he, too, was singing at the top of his lungs, and he knew all the lyrics by heart. And I started laughing at how unlikely that seemed but also how bad it sounded as they sang, and also how joyful I felt as I joined in. And it was indeed a feeling of ascent, of moving up in confidence, in celebration, in joy. And in a way, it's kind of a perfect example, both in terms of the feeling we had but also in terms of the particular song, because John Denver's Country Roads is a song of ascent. It's got roads, it's got mountains, 
It's got travel. It's got heaven and earth. What more do you want? And that evening, it also had a busload of boys singing at the top of their lungs as songs of ascent perhaps can be sung. How about that? Yes, I suspect that's what a song of ascent is supposed to feel like. Hopeful, joyful, rising up, moving forward, confident. That's what a song of ascent is supposed to feel like if you give yourself to it anyway, and if you see yourself on the rise. Now, having said that, as I look at this morning's psalm, this particular song of ascent, I realize that in the past, I've always read the tone of this particular Psalm 121 in a bit more of a somber light, maybe as a kind of request, even a plea, mainly because the first question, from where will my help come? I've read that question as very nearly a lament, the words of someone in trouble, not someone in triumph, from where will my help come? And that makes me wonder this. What if I read this psalm, spoke it, even sang it, with the confidence of a soccer team that just won a close game and has a giant Bluetooth speaker and turns out to be a song to which everyone knows the words, not just the teenagers, but the old guys, not just the locals, but the internationals? What if I sang it? What if we sang it more like this? I lift up my eyes to the hills. I am looking up. I am moving up. I am on the rise. And that may surprise you because you look at me and you see just one figure climbing the steps. But it's not just me. I am not alone. And I am sure of it. Do you want to know where my help comes from? I'll tell you. It comes from God. It comes from God who does not let me be tripped up. It comes from God who does not fall asleep, no matter how tired I am. My help comes from God who keeps a close eye on me, who keeps me under her wing in the shade. Cool in the day when the sun is shining hot, warm in the night when the moon comes out and the temperature plummets. Do you want to know where my help comes from? I'll tell you. It comes from God. It comes from God who preserves my life who keeps me from being overwhelmed by the very bad things in this world and the darkness in my own heart. Where does my help come from? It comes from God, who keeps a close eye on me, watchful as I come and go, today and tomorrow and forever. So I can climb, I can ascend, I can keep going up. My path is up, my journey is upward to a place of safety, a place of homecoming under the watchful eye of the one who made me, the one who values me, indeed the one who loves me. Does the psalm sound any different when you hear it that way? Or a version of it anyway? When it's not a plea, but an affirmation? When you sing the question from where does my help come, not because you don't know the answer, but because you do. From where does my help come? It comes from the one who watches over me day and night through thick and thin, in good times and in bad, no matter what, this day and the next and the next. That's our faith. 
That's our marching music. That's the rhythm and the beat. On the bus, the boys sang their song of ascent because, truth be told, they had already reached the top. That day, anyway, they were on top. They knew nothing would stop them because, at least for that moment, nothing had stopped them. But as we sing our song of ascent, as we climb upward, we still have a ways to go. We are still climbing. We aren't singing because we have already reached the top, but because we have faith that we will reach the top, and nothing is going to stop us. Why will nothing stop us? Is it because we already scored the winning goal with a minute to go in the game? No, it's because we know who is on our team, who is with us, who is for us. So here's my question today as you march along or as you hurdle through the dark on the school bus taking you back home, who is on your team? Who is watching out for you and who are you watching out for? Who can you trust and count on? And who can count on and trust you? Who is keeping vigil when your eyelids are heavy? And who do you watch over through the night? Who can you count on to help? And who is counting on you? Because, yes, we are marching along, we are walking along, but we are not doing it alone. We are doing it together. On that bus, in my example, it's the Bluetooth speaker that tells us so. Country roads off-key and at the top of our lungs that tells us so. But here, is it the people in the pews beside you? The people who will sit at the lunch table beside you at the fellowship meal and the people who will make decisions in council meeting beside you, do they tell you so, that you are not alone? And where is God in all of this? Do you see and sense God in the pews and at the tables and in the decisions? Is God watching over you, watching over us? Do you believe it? Do you sing it? Are you rising up, marching on with such faith, confidence, joyful and exuberant witness? Do you want to know where my help comes from? I'll tell you. It comes from God. Is that your testimony too? I don't sense any amens out there, but maybe they're bubbling around inside you. Is that your testimony too? For certain, we are on this journey together, and for certain there are tough times, but there are also times of triumph. Not the triumph of winning a game, not in this setting, but the triumph of being true to who we are. The triumph of lifting every person in their own humanity. The triumph of noticing the least and the lost. Noticing and including and healing. The triumph of protecting the weak and finding justice for the ignored. The triumph of seeing children grow up with values of service, simplicity, and community in the spirit and example of Jesus. The triumph of being courageous and creative enough to find ways for peace to overcome and outpace violence. In all those ways, we are on the rise, and God has our back. God watches over us. God watches out for us. 
and we watch out for each other, and we watch over each other. Have you been feeling discouraged? You could amen that one, too, if you wanted to. I can't get you all on the soccer school bus with the Bluetooth speaker and turn up the music so loud that the seats vibrate, but I can tell you this. There is always going to be a mountain to climb, but you are on the rise. Can you sing a song of ascent as you climb? I remember being a little boy in Germany. We lived in the Taunus Mountains in a small village. On the weekends, my dad would often take my sister and I for a hike. Our goal was the Fuchstanz, the dancing fox, the little restaurant further up the mountain. There was a road to get there, but we walked on a path that went through the woods. We wanted to get there to get the orange Fanta that my father had promised us. But the walk was long for a little girl and a little boy. At some point, I didn't think I could make it anymore. I was too big for my father to hoist me up on his shoulders as he had done once upon a time. So he wouldn't do that. But what he would do was he would put his large hand in the middle of my back and gently propel me along. I don't think we sang as we walked, but I do remember a constant stream of encouragement. He kept me going. He kept me going upward. Amen.